What's up? What's up? Let's hope that your internet sticks with us. I know. I we're just gonna go ahead and give that um, technical call out that it is uh, showing its lovely head of. Um... <laughs> yeah. So it's snowing by you, right? Well, it just it it snowed. Um, Past tense. Not snowing right now. Um, it is overcast and cloudy. And so I can only think that maybe the just the lines are whatever heavy with snow and ice. Right. Frozen. Yeah. So we'll stick with it. But I mean, I'll probably as soon as, you know, we get into the meat of things, it'll shout out. <laughs> well, hopefully it sticks it out. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. May the Internet tech uh, energy be with us. Yes. Gods and goddesses, please. What's up? Oh, my favorite dumpster fire. What's up? Haven't seen you in a while. I hope everything's well. I hope your babies are well. We're, uh, we're, this is a work Wednesday. So we're just here to talk about a few things, catch up on Monday's show, which was amazing, by the way. Um, really proud of the shows that we've been doing lately. Yeah, they've been great. I mean, not that I'm not proud of all of our shows or most of our shows, but. We've been really having some good guests on lately and some good show topics that people are super interested in. We are going to um, do follow-ups in the future on both of our most recent shows. What's up next? Um, which were our most recent shows were um, uh, substance abuse show and recovery. So we did substance abuse and recovery. Um, and then uh, this week we um, talked about um, the women's reproductive health and cannabis. Uh, today, I feel like we could talk about those orgasms a little bit more. Oh, I didn't do any research on that. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. It was a great show. We had so much fun on that show. Um, but first things first, we're going to knock out a, f a few uh, business items since... Uh, Everybody's kind of coming on. We are going to do headlines today. There are some really good headlines out there we need everybody to be aware of. Um, but it is Epilepsy Awareness Month. And we, um, we're, <laughs> next city's all ears for talking about orgasms. Um, it might not be scientific. Remember, we're not doctors, lawyers, or scientists. We're just, just here to talk about cannabis. Uh, it's Epilepsy Awareness Month, and uh, we were going to have a special guest today, but he got caught up with business, as he does. Um, but our friend Kevin uh, did send me over some information, which we're going to post this on our page, because I don't think I can post it in the comments. Um, but this is, um, he sent me over this for Epilepsy Awareness Month, Seizure First Aid, How to Help Someone Having a Seizure. I wish I could pull this um can I share the screen? Maybe let me see if I can do that. Let me see. Let me see. First, first things first. I'm the realist. <laughs> Why? Um, there's something wrong with me. Okay. So <laughs> let's see here. Uh, where did I put that? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Let's see if I can open this. And then let's see if I can share this screen when I read it. So, no, that's not what we're going to do there. Um, you know, we just do things like on the fly around here. So, let's is this see what, I... you, what you shared with me just now in Messenger. Is that what yes. You're... Yeah. 
I think. Oh, this is very important. I don't think is, I know any of this. This is very important. I don't know. Is it on my Facebook screen? No, it's not on my Facebook oh, screen. Oh, I had a hard time doing that. I think you have to download the picture and then open it up as, you know, separately. I think uh, you are right. And I don't, it's not working, working out. But we are going to post this on our, um, um, we're going to post this on our, on our um, Facebook page. On our Instagram. I mean, our Instagram page. Here we go. Let's see if I, I'll share, I'll open up this, this, uh, I have it on my Facebook right now. Let's see. Let's see it. Here we go. Let's see if it pulls it up. How's that looking? Oh, oh, there it is. Okay. So I hope everybody can see that. Uh, this is um, seizure first aid, how to help someone who's having a seizure. So some of you may know this and some of you may not, but this is really good information um, to have if you work with somebody or one of your friends um, has epilepsy or another type of seizure disorder um, uh, or one of your loved ones as well. So number one, uh, stay with the person until they are awake and alert after the seizure. Uh, time the seizure, remain calm. And check for a medical ID. So sometimes they wear a medical alert uh, in, on a bracelet or on a necklace. Um, sometimes they carry one in their wallet too. Um, uh, so make sure you stay with the person. Time the seizure. Make sure you start to finish time the seizure so that you can tell um, medical uh, staff how long the seizure lasted. Uh, and then remain calm. Uh, two, keep the person safe. Uh, Move or guide the person away from harm. So if they're in harm's way in any way, shape, or form, uh, try to move them away from that um, dangerous situation. Um, number three, turn the person onto their side. If they are not awake and aware, uh, keep the airway clear, loosen tight, close around the neck, and put something small and soft under the head. Um, call 911. So uh, that's, that's, somebody should be doing that. If it's just you, you know, you got to kind of multitask a little bit, but you should call 911 once you get this person in a safe um, position and away from danger. Uh, the, if a seizure lasts for longer than five minutes, you should call authorities. If a person does not return to their usual state, you should call uh, medical authorities. If the person is injured, pregnant, or sick, Repeated seizures are happening in a, a short time frame. Um, first time, first time seizures. So, if this is the first time this person's ever had a seizure, difficulty breathing, and the seizure occurs in the water. So, if any of those um, happen to take place, you should call nine one one immediately. Um, normally, somebody who um, does have seizures does not want you to call nine one one for anything less than what I just listed because sometimes the seizures don't last that long. Um, and they can recover quickly and then they can um, take care of themselves medically as they know to do. Uh, do not, do not restrain the person. Do not put any objects in their mouth. Um, rescue medicines can be given if they have a prescription. So I did work with somebody one time who let us all know that she had the, this pill in on her person so that if she did have a seizure because she had grandma seizures. Um, if she did have a seizure that we would be able to administer it um, to her if necessary. So she let us all know that it was on there and then it was, you know, it's hard to sometimes some, some people are not, medical rescue people, right? 
Um, so we don't know how we're going to react in an emergency situation. But if um, you're the only person there, then you got to, you know, step up. But if you're not the only person there, there may be somebody there that's um, able to help that person take the medication, etc. Um, you can find out more information at epilepsy.com. And you can also donate as well to the Epilepsy Foundation to help them with the research um, that will help save lives. So that's uh, your little epilepsy corner for Epilepsy Awareness Month. Purple hearts, purple hearts. And our love goes out to Kevin for sharing this information, for making us aware, and um, for taking the time to um, educate. We appreciate you, Kevin. All right. So, um, okay. So the next thing is, next things is... Uh, headlines. We got some headlines. Yeah. Um, I am able to actually like pull up, um, at least websites and stuff. Yay. I mean, it's, it's working for right now. So, um, do we want to start anywhere? There's, you know, we did that one corner was like, why is Canna queen pissed off today? So I think we can start headlines in that corner as well. Hey, why is Canna queen pissed off today? Canna Queen is pissed off today because, um, let me hit that stop sharing button, because the federal government is whack. That's why. Federal Housing Authority uh, to continue taking punitive actions against marijuana consumers. So anybody that relies on federal funding for their housing, anybody living in federal housing, this is going to affect these individuals. Continue to affect these individuals. Um, a representative with the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, has affirmed that the agency will continue to discriminate against those who use cannabis, including those who do so in compliance with the state and local laws. So even if you're complying with state and local laws, it doesn't matter because, of course, federal laws are way, way behind the times and have still yet to catch up. We're going to talk more about that today. Some bills coming across uh, President Biden's desk that he has to sign or make decisions on. Um, but HUD is, is sticking to their policies right now. In a letter addressed to Representative Eleanor Holmes Norton, the agency says that it will continue to enforce policies that involve the termination of the, of the tenancy of the, any household in instances where the tenant is found to have engaged in the use of a controlled substance while on the premises, including the use of state legalized medical marijuana. So you can buy it legally, but you can't use it legally if you have to um, live in um, public housing for any reason. Because they all can't that. use it in the home, like and then take a walk and go, you know, and come back and, you know, are they allowed to store it on the premises? Like, what is the... I don't think you can store it on the premises. I know people that live in um, like Section 8 housing and things like that, and you can't even have it on the premises if they do an inspection of any type. That could get you in a lot of trouble. It could lose you um, your housing. Um, it could lose you your funding for housing. Um, it's really just a continued attack on the on the poor, honestly, at the end of the day. It's the sick and the poor, by yep. the way. Exactly. Because if you have a medical card in the state where it's legal, then you have the legal right to have this on on your person and to use it. And, and they're not they're not in there saying um, you know, you can't have 
um, your pharmacy, your prescription medication, they find that very important. Make sure you have that, you know, make sure you take it out of your luggage before they put it in the undercarriage, all that stuff, you know, it's very important, but cannabis isn't viewed like that still because federal laws haven't caught up to um, public opinion and to science, frankly. Um, so I have both of my pages pulled up here so that I can put this into the comment section. I don't think we, um, I don't think we said this, but, um, you guys welcome to the cannabis closet. Oh yeah. We just jumped right in, didn't we? Um, We sure did. (laughs) I'm Canna Queen and this is MJ and today is work Wednesday. Um, we've covered a little bit of information about epilepsy as it's epilepsy awareness month. And right now we're jumping right into the headlines, um, talking about what has pissed Canna Queen off today. What has pissed me off today is that the federal government has still got these antiquated laws against a plant. That has been proven to be um, useful in treating a, a whole plethora of medical conditions. Also, it just makes people nicer and um, it helps cool down your body temperature. That's why we're all cool kids. And um, I just, you know, we have this president that was the, you know, lesser of two evils as we've had the last two election cycles of us out here voting for the lesser of two evils, which is absolutely ridiculous. By the way, everybody, other countries have a more than two party system. They've got us brainwashed in thinking that this is the only way. I think we need a purple party, a progressive purple party, a pre- per- progr- purple progressive party. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, here it is. Yeah. Um, That's what pisses me off is be, is because what you're doing is, is, is like, you're literally taking advantage of people that, that have nothing else. Like they need this federal funding and they need this public housing or they're going to be on the streets. And what you're saying is you don't care if they're on the streets over what, over a plant, over a plant that's legalized in, um, 36, 32, 36 or 32 States. In some way, shape, or form, I think. Yeah, I think thirty-two. Moving on to thirty-six, um, and you know, and I, at, at the same time, they're maneuvering themselves to you know be a you know profit from it, put it in a defense bill, do this, do that. It's like okay, they also the government grows it, you know, and it's they've been growing it for years. They have a patent on it. Listen, don't be don't uh, be fooled. Don't be fooled. Yeah. Don't it's it's this is all a control tactic. And honestly, I just that's what's pissing me off today is that I can't stand the way um, we in this country treat um, those with without a without a roof over their head um, or living in their cars or living on the streets or living on couches and or living in public housing. You act like you act like. I mean, these people literally have their finger on another person's entire livelihood. One little press of a button and they lose everything. It's, it's, it's hard, you know, as there's also, yeah, it's not even just with uh, your housing, it's the, their food benefits. It goes along with it's everything, everything, you know, that they are. Um, and again, why, when we have this legalized in you know, more than half of our states, over half of the country and has our, and all of our cannabis. governments are prospering from it, you know. Yes. 
Um, oh yeah, the government is is taking a handful of that money and sticking it right into their pockets. Absolutely. So that article is very interesting. I uh, invite you to read the whole thing. Um, uh, yeah. So let's see here. There's a little piece right here. On several occasions, advocates have requested the Biden administration to advance various changes in the marijuana policy and to provide relief to those who have unduly suffered under federal prohibition. In February, dozens of members of Congress signed on to a letter calling for the president to issue a general pardon to all former federal nonviolent cannabis offenders in the United States. More recently, Senators Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, and Elizabeth Warren drafted a letter to the U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland asking him to initiate the process of decriminalizing cannabis. The White House is also was also requested to discontinue punishment of staff for being honest about their prior cannabis use or their current cannabis use, y'all. It's legal in D.C. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> um, following media reports that the administration had fired uh, several staff members for their prior prior use of cannabis, not even right now today. It's not like they've taken a puff and blowing it in uh, Joe Biden's face. And and also, let us not forget that part of their campaign promise, oh, Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris, was to um, decriminalize, at minimum, decriminalize marijuana, cannabis. And really what they need to do is deschedule it. They need to take it off the schedule. I know. Why What? Why is there even a discussion? You know, you, they, you signed it on there, you can sign it off. I mean, exactly. there is enough uh, information and studies now to say that it is not the things that it is under the schedule for. Right. You know? It is. Med- First of all, number, number one, schedule one drugs are not, uh, have no medicinal benefit. That right there alone makes it not a schedule one drug. That alone, that fact alone, if you are legalizing it medicinally in a majority of the United States, in a majority of the states in the United States, then you cannot at the same time also say that it has no medicinal benefit. It doesn't work that way. Well, I mean, clearly it's not working. Obviously it has, yeah. But it's not working. Until... I mean, I think that more and more uh, people are thinking, you know, speaking, obviously, but I, um, I think the struggle is this whole definition or div- division of medical versus adult use, um, cannabis versus marijuana. It's, they're all the same, y'all. It's all the same, y'all. The, you know, what's different, the money. The, 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 the what's different is that legislators are writing laws for a plant that they don't understand. They just want the money. They're just, exactly. the, yeah. You know, and that's what they're, they're looking at. And then of course the old stigma and the old science, you know, not even science, the old stigma and the lack of uh, paying attention lack to science. Of science. I yeah. mean, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, burying that, burying that science because again, um, money. And, 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 and like they, they should be working on expunging these records. They should be doing that. There should be some good faith efforts in their campaign promises. But instead, what they're doing is they're dragging their feet. Oh, we're going to do this in two years. No, you don't need it. 
this isn't a two-year process. You already have everything you need to do this right now. And he can do it as president, but also there's some bipartisanship about it. So there, it does go across the aisle. Having said that, it's usually a Republican that denies stuff like this. Just keep that in mind when you're voting. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm just telling you what the facts are. But what I am saying is that this is becoming a more bipartisan issue and uh, Republicans are starting to come across the aisle with Democrats. So let's just let's just deschedule it. Get it off of the schedule. I like about that and the culture session um, about Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman partnering with um, some different cannabis businesses to press senators for legislation. Um, they go into talking about Seth Rogen's like, this is, you know, we are, as you know, you say that we can't agree on anything in terms of politics. Well, I think politics do agree that cannabis is a not fucking illegal anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your, your face is frozen on the screen and your little Max head roomy. I just want everybody to know, we said this kind of in the beginning, but since everybody's here, um, that there's snow on the ground and on the power lines and everything out by MJ. So she's, you know, maybe going to have some internet issues. But the the thing about the Seth Rogen and the Sarah Silverman thing is that this is what we were talking about several episodes ago when we talked about celebrities and cannabis and what are they doing for the cannabis industry? There you go. These two are actually doing something that can push us forward. Oh, Max Headroom. Did I say that or did you say that next? Because I've been saying that all day. Um, but I know, but I know that, um, but I know that, uh, the kids are, are now calling it tea painting, which also makes sense. <laughs> Who, what, what generation are you max headroom or tea pain? Tell us in the comments. Max. I'm definitely oh, yes. max. Headroom. <laughs> We're definitely max headroom over here. Okay, I know, right? If y'all don't know Max Headroom, go look that shit up. It's crazy. Maybe we'll uh, we'll post a little something on our on our Instagram too about it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this this pose right here. So every time the every time you freeze, it's like you're posing. The last one was a little off, but these most recent poses could put you in a magazine. Is all I'm letting you know. <laughs> there it is. Uh, we have a, uh, here it is. Two dozen governors call on Congress to pass marijuana banking reform through defense bill. I caught onto this story. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, sorry, I didn't say this before, but that federal housing uh, story came from normal n-o-r-m-l it was uh written by paul armentano so to check that out and I, I posted that link in there uh this one is on uh marijuana moment it's uh kyle yeager is who wrote this one um i caught wind of this story because i listened to we we often both listen to um to the cannabis news hour is that what it's called 
Yeah, the Cannabis News Hour on Clubhouse. On Clubhouse. So there's a on Clubhouse, there's a group and they come on and they just read the headlines, kind of like what we're doing right now, but they do this on a daily basis. They come on every day and they let everybody know. And some of the headlines that they read are super obscure and they're pulled from um, places that, you know, maybe we didn't catch it in the in the newsreels that we get. Um, so I love listening to that. It's on Clubhouse. If you're a member of Clubhouse, if you're not a member of Clubhouse, I have a few invites. So just shoot your email over to uh, cannabiscloset420 at gmail.com and uh, let me know you want an invite and I'll, I'll give you one. I'll be happy to do that. Um, so two dozen governors call on Congress to pass marijuana banking reform through the defense bill. Again, this is a bipartisan effort. A bipartisan coalition of two dozen uh, governors is urging congressional leaders to finally enact a marijuana banking reform through large scale, the large scale defense legislation. Um, so this is the legislation that they have right now that they're looking at. They want it added to the bill. In a letter sent to top lawmakers in the House and Senate on Tuesday, the state officials said the Secure and Fair Enforcement uh, Banking Act should be attached to the must-pass National Defense Authorization Act. So what happens is they attach it to the bill, and since that bill is a must-pass, every like whatever's in that bill is going to pass with that bill. So that's what they're trying to do here. Um, our governor, Jared Polis, led the letter. Uh, it's also signed by 22 governors other in uh, other states, along with Washington, D.C.'s mayor. Uh, it states that the Safe Banking Act will allow cannabis businesses to access normal banking services, which will transition full cash-based cannabis transactions into the financial system where they belong. 37 states and U.S. territories uh, and the District of Columbia have passed some sort of recreational or medical cannabis legislation, so 37 states. Um, medical and uh, recreational, which we like to call adult use around here, uh, sales in the U.S. were estimated a total of $17.5 billion last year. But because of the antiquated federal banking regulations, almost all cannabis transactions were cash-based. And a lot of them also didn't make it into like the banking system. So they don't get um, into that rotation that way either. Um, the, the bank doesn't have that money to borrow from. It just doesn't get circulated in. Um, not only are cash only businesses a target for crime, cannabis businesses are further disadvantaged compared to other legal businesses by being unable to open bank accounts or obtain loans at reasonable rates um, on the up and up. They have to do it uh, very on the sly, which there's some. Your name little, can't have cannabis in it. Not at Transactions all. can't have even. I mean, I think even, a lot of people like, are like doing business as paying you. Yeah, it's right. They have like their company. And then they do business as whatever their dispensary name is, right? So it's it's a little sketch. It's a lot of sketch balls, actually. It's a little ridiculous in the sense that oh, we still have to pay taxes. We still have to right. Um, you know, do all the things that businesses do, but we don't have the protection of being that able businesses to have. They're like it's cash only. And right. Again, I think there was a there was a dispensary down in Denver that they're like, well, fuck this, so we're gonna start an armored car business to go along with the fact that we have to transport hundreds of thousands of dollars. You yes. know? And yeah. uh, I'm like, there you go, ancillary business people. Um <laughs> it is. And so so what what you're saying is right, we have to pay federal taxes. 
anyway, even though we can't bank like a normal business and is still considered federally illegal, they still take our money for it. So we still have to pay taxes just like any other business, but drop their money into the spot where you right. pay. We don't, we don't have the protections that other businesses have, um, including financial protections, like um, being able to write off our product, being able to um, write off our losses. We can't do any of that. We lose so much money in the cannabis industry that we can never get back, which is not a normal business practice under most, under most businesses. So um, yeah, it's a problem. Um, the problem that they were talking about today, though, is that this Defense Act bill, it gets um, it gets uh, looked at every I think every year, uh, it, I, every year, or every two years. But I think it's every year. Um, so that means that this if this goes into the defense bill instead of being approved on its own, then it has to be reviewed every year and approved every year. So next year, you know, we're all banking and everything. And then this doesn't get approved next year because um, uh, there's a turnover of leadership or whatever. Then uh, what happens to all those thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, billions of dollars that are sitting in banks thinking it's safe because we have this safe banking act, which now no longer exists because we're under new leadership and they didn't approve it. Right. So this could be problematic as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's so problematic. I, I, I'm surprised we haven't heard more of an, you know, instances happening in regard to cash. I mean, I know of like dispensaries being broken into and, and shit like that, but, um, you know, on a large scale in terms of, again, maybe, you know, don't yeah, break into a dispensary. There is so much security in there. Cameras. They are required to have cameras everywhere. 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 It's so Thank much you. security in there and everything's on lockdown. I mean, uh, we're required to lock up our product into a safe. We're required Second to lock up our cash <laughs> into a safe. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is locked up. So it's like really, um, I think that's why we don't hear more about it. I think that that some places make themselves a soft target. And so we'll see those places kind of get hit. But generally speaking, most places have uh, the proper security and, and the, the regular, at least in Colorado, uh, the regulations on security have become so strict, you know, that, um, you know, it, it becomes more difficult to take advantage, but it is very dangerous. Here's the problem too. Here's the problem is that, but what about during open hours? Now, now my employees are not in a safe space because right. Give them a whistle. Uh, So I, when I was, when I teach, when I teach about this stuff, I say that I was like, you know, it is, it is like top flight security. You got to be kind of on alert about what's going on around your surroundings. And uh, I always say, we're not going to give you a whistle or anything, but also you should be um, aware of your surroundings. Pay attention to how people are moving in the space. Um, you know, start start picking up on those kind of things. Yeah. Somebody's Protect acting. Yourself. You, yeah. yeah. I think that that's the, you know, like, be aware. Yeah. Um, 
I think about, you know, even just my time at, you know, working in the dispensary that I did. And I was like, what did we do for drops and such? I was like, God, girl, I think I blocked it from my memory. <laughs> Let me tell you how unsafe it used to be. First of all, um, that is a perfect free. Uh, did anybody get that? <laughs> that was a perfect freeze frame. Um, <laughs> f- first of all, uh, I, uh, several times a week took $9,999 to a bank that did not exist in my town. So I had to drive over an hour to get to the bank to deposit it into an ATM machine because even the smell of cannabis could get your deposit like in your bank account closed, like you, nothing, you know, so I couldn't even go into the bank to deposit it at like a kiosk uh, ATM machine. And I cannot tell you how, you know where my store was, right? You remember where my store was. I know we're in Durango, but stuff does happen out here. And I cannot tell you how many times I closed that store up in the dark by myself on Highway 3, <laughs> just out in the middle. <laughs> yep, just walk out by myself. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. But now there are more safe practices for doing those things. Um, we definitely use more, um, secure practices for depositing money. If we do have bank accounts, um, uh, we often have uh, heavy duty safes to store our money and our products in. Um, and then we often work, um, with, uh, you know, like a buddy system or three people, um, at least working together. So we're not closing up at night by ourselves. Oftentimes there are security guards that are also employed at, uh, in certain locations, depending on the necessity for that much security. So um, there are definitely other security measures in place. But as far as like the banking thing, yeah, we need to be able to put our money into a bank, just like every other business, because this does make it more dangerous for us on premise too, like when we're open, you know? Yep. Because that's going to be obviously the most convenient time too try to get access, but I'll tell you with those drop boxes and stuff, usually you're not going to be able to get access to that without bringing on some more people into the store, which nobody's going to allow that. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So it's so Um, crazy, but I'm, I, it always surprises people to realize that, that as businesses, cannabis industry businesses, um, have to pay federal taxes when we're not given the protections from the federal government or the access to banks and things like that. So hmm. it's always Makes a, you a think. yeah. So write your letters to your senators, uh, my friends. Um, be a squeaky wheel in the ear of what mm-hmm. you want. Um, we want you, pardons. Uh, we want banks. We want, we want descheduling. We want safe access for everybody. Uh, and this want. is what can happen if you aren't paying attention. Uh, Virginia, you know, we've talked about Virginia uh, moving forward and, and legalizing, but their uh, headline from a day ago 
um, Virginia election outcome endangers uh, cannabis legalization rollout. Yes. So this was um, also, we're kind of reading it off marijuana moment, everybody. Um, this is by Ben Adlin um, and was out uh, yesterday, published yesterday. So uncertain after the election last week um, that replaced the Commonwealth's pro-legalization Democratic governor with a Republican who is skeptical about the issue and gave the GOP control of the state House of Delegates. Um, possession, personal use, and home cultivation will remain legal under a law that already took effect in July, but Democrats' plan to establish a regulatory framework for commercial production and sale of cannabis products is now in their political opponents' hands. So yeah, I'm talking about what is available to uh, the consumer. Um, and to people who want to be small business owners who have already invested in this. Mm-hmm. Um, the election's outcome raises the question of whether Republicans will torpedo efforts to establish a legal retail cannabis system entirely, which legislation proponents say would keep consumers locked into what they say is the nation's fourth largest illicit cannabis market, or instead seek to negotiate with Democrats to create and regulate a legal industry on their own terms. Um, Virginians are definitely worried about this. I saw some, some, concern on election day and the day after. Sorry, am I trying to read, but also my contacts are like... Her contacts are from the uh, dark ages. It's not even that, too. It's like the freaking light, the... (laughs) Everything. The freaking ring light, Uh, like, layering in my eye. Um, uh, Smoke them if you got them right now, ladies and gentlemen. And also, just a little reminder that if you are not already a member... Of our Discord, I'm going to pop that link right into the comment section for you. While you're doing that, let's remind people that we are reading headlines that are available to you. May or may not be um, our uh, opinion or view. That's true. Reading what is available. And um, kind of this goes on. I wanted to read that Texas thing. Uh, That they're uh, reversing the Delta 8 ban? The, they're temp- temporarily, yeah, there's a judge temporarily temporarily blocking the enforcement of the ban. Yes. That one's on normal, or is that on? Um, I, It's on here as well. It's, um, I think I saw it on. This one's by Kyle Yeager. Jager. Ah. We all know that he's a great writer. We just read from him. Um, I think I did see it there, too. The cannabis hometown hero filed a suit against the Texas Department State of Health last month, arguing that it had improperly revised its hemp policy to specifically prohibit products with more than the trace amounts of forms of THC other than Delta 9, the most commonly law. With a different judge, while a different judge had initially rejected the request to have a temporary restraining order imposed on the state... Travis County Judge Jan Soifer ruled on Monday that they had adequately demonstrated that they enti- they're entitled to declaratory and injunctive relief over the hemp policy update. So, so basically they could go to court and argue it. Right. So right now they're saying Delta 8 is legal in Texas. <clears throat> um, yeah. 
for now. For now. I think there was an over, there was a, mm, I don't know where the story was and I wish I did that <clears throat> there might been, a, there may be um, a reason for that. And it's um, that the, mm, 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 maybe it's in this story here that uh, basically the federal government is saying it's not like Delta nine and that they would, they will not explicitly ban that from the farm bill. So that could change things. If the federal government is not calling it a, uh, what did we call it before when it analog analog? Thank you. If the federal government is not calling it an analog, which that's the only way that it makes it illegal basically is if it's considered an analog drug, according to. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye out on what's going on with Delta 8, you guys. Um, but right now, Texas did ban it, and then it's been that ban's been overturned, and they're going to, the producers of Delta 8 in Texas are going to be able to go argue their case, basically, is what's going to happen. Yep. Make a point. Tell us why you're right and they're wrong. So, I mean, that's fair. And that was one of the quotes that was from the um, the plaintiff. He's like, "Go get him, boys." He's like, "Sell it while you can," you know. And that yeah, that's that's kind of along the lines of what we said before. Is like you're gonna do it, um, just like people are gonna sell cigarettes even though then we know the health consequences yeah uh, people are gonna, yeah like people are still gonna consume uh what we know is not good for us so right uh, <laughs> well also also i just want if you're listening and you do have a cbd business that offers delta eight pay attention to what's going on with delta eight because you don't know you might have to change your business plan it's really the, at the end of the day, we want to look out for public health. Yes, it's very important. Also, you have a business to run. And if tomorrow they say ban on Delta 8, you have to turn that around quick and still maintain a profit. You're going to have to pull things off of the shelf. You are you know, things are going to happen. It's going to happen really quickly. But hopefully, I don't know. I don't know what hopefully is. I We'll see what happens with Delta 8. It could go either way. Stay tuned. I mean, everyone has their opinion, you know, their opinions on it. And, um, you know, patient people, patients, uh, have that have, uh, said they have found relief from it. Um, those that, uh, don't like it. Yeah. We have access to Delta nine. I'm like, I don't need Delta eight. Right. You know? Um, and so, and it's I not have, something you find around here. Yeah. You know, and I, ha- I mean, I, I did smoke some Delta eight, uh, joints that I had because I did. Run out of yeah. But it's not something we normally find around here. And we, if, I mean, usually when I have Delta eight, it's because, um, somewhere I got it from somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Yes. While I wasn't in Colorado and Delta eight to be clear. I mean, it, it really, it literally really is a product of prohibition and it is what it is. It has a, it has its place because we have prohibition and, and people need access to medicine that makes them feel better. So we'll see where, um, we'll see. it is. Sorry. On another kind of going back to, um, president Biden, apparently there's a cannabis research bill heading to his desk as well. You so, know what? 
he just he needs to, to sign all pay that Pay attention, shit. pay attention. I mean, it looks like there's a lot of things going in front of him, including, you know, the public housing, the... That bill um, has um, has legislation that allows uh, researchers to obtain their research material through dispensaries, legal dispensaries, not just through uh, the federal government. Government-grown crap. Yeah, you see um, Delta 8 in Virginia all the time because you guys just legalized. As I said, it is a product of prohibition. You have to get what you can get. And you either get uh, cannabis, Delta 9, THC, cannabis on the underground market, or you legally purchase a product that, you know, used a loophole or whatever to be... to be put on the market and it is a product of prohibition delta eight i don't think delta i mean we all we do look at other cannabinoids for health benefits and the knowledge about cannabis is ever expanding on a regular basis but make no mistake that delta eight is a created cannabinoid out of the out it's it's from it's created from one to another and it's a synthetic process and so, you know, there's arguments on either side of that. Um, be careful where you get your products from. Anytime you get, don't stop buying your cannabis at a gas station. I, I mean your hemp products too. Stop it. Um, we're not, we're not even there yet. What we need is to make sure that these products are being tested and what you're buying at a gas station is probably not. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. There's no, um, there's no one saying that there is this much, uh, that they, you know, that they claim to be in, in that product. And so they are literally just slapping a label on there. There's a lot of snake oil out there as, yeah. the, as they call and it. It's not in your dispensaries. It is on, it is at your gas stations. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so be careful out there. Um, um, yeah, be careful where your components come from. Don't buy off brand or off market, um, vaporizer cartridges, please. And thank you. Um, what is it that, uh, what's that one called now? Um, I can't remember now it's, uh, they, it's just the box. It's not an actual brand. What is that called? Um, there's two different brands and they're brands and they're just, Basically, the packagers send the box to the producers. Producers put whatever they have into those boxes and then sell that to you. And then um, and then and then people get sick because it's garbage. It's garbage components. It's garbage inside of the thing. It's it's murdering your lungs. Um, Smoke shops hit or miss depends. Um, If you have an educated um, employee there, some of them are super educated. They'll talk your ear off about cannabis all day long. And educated. Well, and also just the, um, the ownership of the store, you know, you have to look at all the components and where are they getting their products from offering the product, where they're getting it from. I mean, you know, uh, word of mouth is also, you know, I have several hemp CBD companies that I recommend on a daily to people that can't access, you know, like, I um, feel like she just got really overwhelmed. Is there a test kit for these things? Like, ah, um, there is, there is testing kit. There are testing kits out there. Um, they, they range in price. 
Um, I would just uh, do your best to do your research. Um, if the product, if hemp, pro- if hemp-based products have third-party testing, um, then uh, you're most likely going to have accurate, you know, because they're not required to test is the thing. They're not required to do that. So, um, and then, like I said, if you have somebody who's educated about it or, or one of your friends knows things about it and is kind of educated on that, they've tried those things, whatever. Let somebody else be the guinea pig, y'all, is what I'm saying to you right now. <laughs> Let's let it, let them do it first. I was in a, um, we're going to talk about orgasms. Don't you guys go anywhere. Oh, I have uh, an article already up and, and boom, boom, boom. I was in a, uh, I was in a, a class. So, so when I was, I don't know if they still require this. I graduated in 2013. I was in my thirties. Don't judge me. Um, but, um, better not because I was hustling. You know, I was doing things before that. I was in the military before that. Anyways, this is a whole long story. Um, but I was in this class and it was a medical ethics class. I can't remember the exact name of the class, but I remember so much. First of all, the professor in that class is an absolute gem. Um, her name is Dr. Betty Dorr. Shout out Dr. Betty Dorr. If you guys know Durango and Fort Lewis College, she is the dopest Um, and she, uh, we skipped a whole chapter on animal testing because she didn't feel like she could maintain her, you know, objectiveness in the subject matter. So we skipped that whole chapter. I just, I just have great love for this woman. And, uh, uh, one of the main lessons that I walked away from out of that class is you never go first. You just, you just don't go first in those types of situations. Um, if, if, you know, watch squid games. Yeah, I I haven't yet, but I just got, I just got an, I just got a Netflix hookup. So (laughs) it is in subtitles. You do have to, uh, read some subtitles, but there are a lot of the things that are going on. Um, you know, yeah, I love subtitles. Subtitles make me feel smart. Then you'll be fine. Um, you know, and it's, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I throw them and, um, it makes sense. She's in Max Headroom again. I, I will, I will not give anything away, but it will make sense when you do watch it, um, about choosing or not going first. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it will. Uh, you Max Headroomed right through, or T-Pain, depending on what generation we're talking to, right through that. But we still got everything that you wanted to say. <laughs> Um, so that, yeah, that was her, like, we, we talked about like hair plugs and like, uh, and like, uh, fa- facial reconstruction and, um, transplants and things like that. So we talked about all those things. Um, and, and yeah, it was, and that, that's the lesson that we take. So don't go for, let your friends do it, Let you know, let them try it first and, um, you know. So let's talk about orgasms and uh, why cannabis is amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, first let's, yeah, let's, let's equate this to uh, cannabis. If it, people, there are strains or uh, cultivars that I have used that um, have definitely heightened and made. She's Megan Headroom. Megan, Mac, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> 
Yeah, we can still understand a majority of what you're saying, though. So that's why. You're not stopping me. <laughs> that's it. All right. Um, so this one says 24 types of orgasm. Would you like me to just start listing them off? And do we want to talk about each one individually? Wait, how many types? This one says 24. Um, the article or the uh, the reference that I was given yesterday or on Monday said 26. So I think we're going to have to find those last two. But um... this one explores uh, 24, each one. And um, yeah, and then if anyone knows what 25 and 26 are, you know, ding, ding, ding. Um, <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> I, I bet Megan the Stallion knows. She can do a trick you ain't know, make you come. Did you know? Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry for that. Um, listen, I don't know if we should list all 24, but I think unless they're all as super interesting, I mean, I want to know all 24. We'll definitely uh, post this article on our Facebook page. Uh, and uh, you want me? I, can, I mean, I can run through them and we can go back and discuss. Okay. Let's see if you can get through it. All right. Clitoral, vaginal, blended, G-spot, cervical, anal, A-spot, O-spot, P-spot, U-spot, multiple, squirting, full body, and three, nipple, oral, uh, also known as kissing orgasm, uh, exercise or a corgasm. A corgasm. Um, a corgasm. Yep. That one's we'll go back to. I want, um, I want a, to have mental, a mental orgasm or also known as a fantasy orgasm. Mm, I need to um, meet that energy. Person. There's a breath one, spontaneous orgasm or accidental, um, a sleep, a dry, a ruined. Oh, uh, in intentionally interrupted. Oh, no. Curbed, curbed or induced in a way that lacks sensation. That sounds awful. That shouldn't even be um, on the list. That doesn't even sound fun. <laughs> that is the last, and that is the last one. Um, so, well, we missed a couple of those because you did T-Pain a little bit, but um, we got a lot of them. A lot of them we know, we know, right? Some of them. I mean, I know some of them. Some of them caught me off guard or didn't know that they were um, a, a she said, thing. She said accidental, mind blown. But then you're not a man. And I feel like men accidentally orgasm. But this is about vaginal orgasms. Do women accidentally orgasm? Is that 24 orgasms for men and women or just... Uh, did I? I don't know if it specified female let me see i don't mm. feel like it did and also i definitely know that men can get anally aroused so i feel like that one goes both ways but accidental i've never accidentally had an orgasm i mean <laughs> he said shit happens um here's the thing I think maybe I was surprised by orgasms before. <laughs> like, whoa, I didn't know he had it in him. Um, 
Did everybody know that there's more than just a G spot? That there's a kind of an alphabet. I know it's like an alphabet out there. I was like A B C shit. It's an A O and a P and a A O P and a U. So G A O P and U. G A O P N U. No, and not. Oh, just okay. Sorry. I was trying to spell a word. I, <laughs> I was like, what is that? What's that spell? I'm going to, we can, we can, we can. Wait, wait. There's a U, there's an A, there's a G, there's an O, there's a P. Guapo. It's, it's Spanish for beautiful. <laughs> if you can hit all the spots. It's a beautiful day. Guapo, 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 guapo. Listen, okay, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about what's, let's start with G-spot. You got a really clear signal right now. Let's not jinx it. Let's start with G-spot. Hold on. Oh, my, 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 uh, my computer froze for a second. Okay. The G-spot uh, orgasm is one type of vaginal orgasm. Uh, it is located in the front wall. It's not me. She's trying to talk about orgasms. What, 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 I'm tell trying them. to, I know. So uh, my friend's uh, messengering me. Um, oh, she, the way she calls me. Um, for those <laughs> that don't know where the G spot is, here is your um, anatomy lesson today. Um, for those that are have sensitive ears and don't want to hear this one, you don't, I don't know. Trigger well, warning. If you're my friend. <laughs> Trigger warning. Today Trigger we're warning. talking we're about talking, um, women's reproductive health. This listen, the orgasm is very important for women's reproductive health. It helps it release is important stress. For society. Without and it, it helps, society will fall. It helps right. It helps relieve stress also. It maintains um, you know, makes makes sure that we don't kill people. And <clears throat> also I think it also helps us with like, you know, like flushing like bacteria and to maintain the healthiness in those areas. Yeah, we, we have all, these parts are here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard of blue balls before, right? I, you know, I think it's not really a made up condition, but it is, you know, like we gotta, we gotta release, gotta release that shit. Women so, can get that same yeah, blue ball feeling. Um, okay. So the G spot is an area located at the front wall of the vagina, usually about two inches in, two inches in. Uh, that sometimes feels good when stimulated or pressed against. Again, notes for those that don't know. So uh, all you then, need is two inches in. You just got to go in. two inches in. Um, and again, because of its proximity to the clitoris, the G spot is not the clitoris, my friends. It's not the clitoris, my friends. There is a wonderful, wonderful um, sake called uh, G-Spot. If you ever happen to put your uh, hands on it, it's actually quite delicious. Mm. Um, Does it, is it orgasmic? I mean, yeah, I could go there in terms of like the, yeah, I I mean, it's a good sake and they used to brand it in a way that um, was very clever and then they changed it. Um, I do have it written down in my notes somewhere, the the old label. My God, if anybody gets a hold of our notes, we're in trouble. 
Um, okay, so um, there is a quote from uh, Len Miller, uh, one of the, the um, doctors that they consulted on this whole article. And uh, the same G-spot really seems to be where the clitoris, vagina, and urethra all intersect. Uh, so a big part of the reason G-spot stimulation is so pleasurable is likely because it offers clitoral stimulation. Oh, because um, it's all like it's all bundled up in all those nerves. Yes. Yes, I love it. Okay. Are we going to you next? You yeah, know? let's spell out guapo. Spell out guapo. Give me a U. U. <laughs> the U spot gets its name from its location close to the urethra in the people with vaginas. Okay. That's us. <laughs> the U spot is a highly sensitive and orgasmic area of tissue located above and around the urethral opening. When this area is stimulated, there is an orgasmic response. About it. Read more for details, my friends, because there go it goes into some specifics. Oh my God! I'm I send me this article. You know <laughs> I want to know all about it. If you have never experienced an orgasm in your life and you are tuning into this show, make sure you read this. Um, and I think a few of us are going to have some different ones uh, moving forward. Uh, I know see. you're going to start recognizing them. You're going to be like, oh. <laughs> You just hit my U spot, bitch. Woo woo. <laughs> All right, give me an A. A. Um, <laughs> the A spot is a nickname for the anterior fornix erogenous zone, a sensitive area of tissue at the end of the vaginal canal between the cervix and the bladder. If you know where the G spot is, it's two or three inches deeper. So you're going to need four inches for that one, boys. <laughs> and ladies, too, with whatever, you know. <laughs> right. Um, it does give uh, tips. Again. Uh, Again, is- we're going to share this article on our Facebook. All right. What do we got next? Give me a P. P. P spot. In people with vaginas, the P-spot is a nickname for the posterior fornix orogenous zone, the pocket of tissue between the cervix and the rectum. There is little to no research on this area, and it may actually describe a similar area as the O-spot, which we're going to get to next. Uh, Nonetheless, some people say stimulating the posterior fornix can feel good or even orgasmic. Is this the spot... On, this is outside. Um, yeah. So some people, it says some people use this term, a P spot to describe the perineum, the diamond shaped area between the anus and the vagina or scrotum. That's your taint, everybody. That's your taint. That's um, so that, the O spot. You know, O, 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 the O spot is the deepest vaginal erogenous zone and can be the source of, oh, can be a source of orgasmic pleasure according to some research. It's located at the back end of the vagina between the cervix and the rectum on the opposite side of the cervix from the A spot. The O spot may be beneath or underneath the cervix. Um, Does it tell you how to access it? The exact location deep inside the back of the vagina, (laughs) sorry, may be hard to locate but it's thought that stimulating this brain this area brings an orgasmic response so it's 
thought. <laughs> so the, you can only the O spot with your thoughts, bitches. <laughs> the O spot is that space in your ribs where you feel. You <laughs> You feel that. Bring it. The furthest reaches of your vaginal canal lives inside of your rib cage. That's where that lives. Um, <laughs> guapo, guapo, guapo. So, and so really, it does put you on a mental level of connection, I guess. And so, again, uh, G-U-A-P-O, what is that? Guapo. Beautiful. Um, it's a handsome experience. I'm going to tell you this, though, like that mind body thing is very important. I think I think that's why a lot of people don't um, experience orgasms because they're not connected properly to the right energy. You're not connecting yourself with the right energy. And 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 you could do it yourself because you are your right energy or allowing allowing the energy to flow. I she think. said in your ribs. <laughs> I am not a doctor. <laughs> Marnay is here. Marnay, you just missed. <laughs> you missed the guapo. Guapo, guapo. So you have a G spot, a U spot, an A spot, a P spot, and an O spot. If your partner can hit all of those spots for you, that's a beautiful connection. What was the one that you were talking about that started with a C? What was the one? uh the we were when you were listing it and we stopped for a second when you listed i can't remember which one it was you you named a bunch of like regular i said squirting Mm, it was yeah we know that one there's energy (laughs) mental fantasy oh corgasm 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 wait okay okay first of all is this through exercise is it like riding a bike exercise, like physically, or is it like you're so hyped on your exercise that it makes you, I, that's um, not the sound is, I make, you guys, I uh, It's triggered by exercise. It's triggered by exercise. So you get like turned on and climax. Yeah. You wanna I want to hear? hear I, I do. Okay. A corgasm is an orgasm triggered by doing a core workout. These exercise orgasms are most commonly induced by, ready, you ready? Abdominal exercises, climbing, lifting weights. Hold on, slow down. You want me to repeat? Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, according to research. So this has actually been researched, my friends. Oh my God, Marne, I love you so much. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I can't see the comments, crud. Oh um, my God. <laughs> oh my god um, and it says they don't tend to have anything to do with feeling horny while working out they tend to happen by accident though you might be able to do uh, to up your odds by having one by incorporating kegels while doing high intensity ab workouts people of all genders can have a corgasm they're though they're more common among women yay I need to make a list of these exercises and put them into my you know because I think actually on a serious note, I think it's very important to um, climax at least once or twice a week, at least. I think it's very important for your, um, for your, you know, internal health. Um, Kegels are really important, lady. It keeps like your, um, whatever, your pelvic floor strong and, you know, you won't pee yourself as often. Um, 
she says she went to the doctor like what's wrong with me you just a sexual beast that's what it is the queen of terpenes <laughs> um i'm gonna have one of them accidental workouts i'm working on i'm gonna work on it i am but i think it's really important so um if you know get your partner into it if that's what you're into but also i think it's important to spend some time with yourself if you know what i'm saying so you know do with that what you will um to incorporate cannabis into it there are strains that are um that are known to kind of like peak uh sexual interest and there are different um some people sell like edibles, these like dark chocolates and stuff that are supposed to be like aphrodisiac. And uh, there um, are sprays and sprays uh, and lubes. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, we don't brand represent unless they pay us. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't hear that. You didn't hear that here. Tell them to call me. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you where they could call me at. Right here. Here we go. If they want their name mentioned on our show. Oh, speaking of mentioning things on the show, um, I did promise uh, our friend that we would, I don't know if we have the flyer, but there is an event on November 13th in Kansas City, Missouri. Do you have the flyer by chance? Oh, you're on your phone. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I I do, but I do not have it uh, available because the same thing i can pull it up through messenger but cannot let me, pull it. let me at least pull it up and read it so i can give you the information on it and then we'll move from there also I, even though i was watching the clock like a hawk we missed 420 on the west coast and i apologize but smoke them if you got them light them up light them up and i'm gonna pull this information up so i can at least tell you where it is and then we also have this posted on our facebook page and we're posting it on our instagram as well um so yeah, just uh, look out for that. Let me see. I'm gonna find this little flyer. But there's a hiring event in um, in Kansas City, Missouri, on November 13th, which is Saturday. Saturday. Oh my goodness! I'm going to Denver on Saturday too. I'm going to Florida. Oh, that's right. You are. Oh my goodness. We have so much. Okay, so just to let everybody know, we do have a lot coming up and going on. There will not be a show, mark your calendars for this. There will not be a show on the 17th or the 24th. Corgasm's fault. It is the Corgasm's fault. I was into it. Um, I, I want I want that. And I, I would like to know what exercises you were doing to experience that because I'm going to start doing those exercises. I think it's very important. If you're not... You know, I think that some people don't come enough. Yeah, I said it. I said it. It's real life. Why can't I find this post? Um, probably because we share about 10 different messages. I know. Just between me and you. Um, <laughs> Take a platform. I want to have a corgasm. Were there any other, um, anything else on that list that was kind of like uh, uh, weird or, or something that we wouldn't think of? Like, I mean, we know we, you know, we know that there's, um, there's nerve endings uh, in your anus. So we know that there's going to be anal um, orgasms also, but is that the only one? Cause it, you did say that. What's that? 
but there's, is there any other um, orgasms that would include ass play outside of like the taint? Right. Cause we talked about that. Right. Um, you know, I would have to go back through and read each one detailed, but um, I did read a little bit more about the ruined orgasm, not just intentionally interrupted and curbed, but um, it makes a note of, but most often it is used as a form of control play in BDSM, wherein the dominant partner gets off ruining the other partner's pleasure and the submissive <gasps> partner gets off on the powerlessness of it all. So, oh, no, I can't be in that relationship. I would, I would literally lose my, literally lose my mind. I know. I don't think that that's my type. Of- <laughs> that's not you. We can't play like that. Um, no. So uh, they talk about a, a dry sleep, spontaneous breath, energy. I want to do this too. I've heard about this. Energy the, orgasm, the like the like the like like the breath and the energy orgasms. I think that's about connectedness, and I I like really. It's a tantric tantric thing. Uh, yeah, it says here tantric, and um, that is breath work. I think you know the kind of the energy and breath go along with each other. Um, oh, it says that. Um, <laughs> it, just, it says doing that. it in waves. It's a you know a, a, a working uh, together kind of stimulation. So. Um, there's an audio guide in this uh, link if you, you know, in this article that you can, um, for the breath. And we're going to share that article on our Facebook page. Yes. I'm so, um, so November 13th, 11 AM to 5 PM, uh, black archives of mid, mid America, uh, 1722 East 17th Terrace, Kansas city, Missouri, six, four, one, zero, eight. There's going to be several vendors there. Um, they're going to be doing hiring. I think there's some education as well uh, there. So there's going to be like people there speaking and, and, and uh, you know, sharing information and, and such. Um, so if you are in the Kansas City area or nearby, go check it out. Um, we will post this poster on our social media pages so that you can see it and, um, save it and whatever you need to do, but definitely go check it out. Um, see who's hiring and, um, and get into the cannabis industry and good luck. Um, um oh, no, you, you're, um, you first. What's that? I said, you're, um, first. Oh, um, one I wanted to read was the uh, mental orgasm. So, um, in the 1892 study, there were, they did a 10-woman study uh, to have, uh, and they documented instances of people who can orgasm using only their thoughts. Um, 10 women actually have these mental orgasms or fantasy orgasm in the lab setting while being observed. They also asked women to have orgasms the old-fashioned way using their hands, and the researchers found their physiological responses to be virtually identical between thought-induced orgasms and hand-induced orgasms. This might be a little harder to replicate, but with intentionality, who knows? The following that is amazing. And then it goes into energy and breath and saying those two methods might help move that along. Um, I think it's possible for sure. Like if you even just think about you know, when you're playing bang, you know? <laughs> like who do you think of? You know? Like if you can't touch yourself, what are you doing in your head? Listen, the face that you're stuck on right now when you just said that is quite erotic. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's just stuck there. 
and uh, I don't know what to do about <laughs> that's it. What, that's what she said. He <laughs> <There>. said. <laughs> um, cannabis can help, though, uh, for those of you who have a hard time with relaxing or into um, the mood or um, or maybe there's, you know, uh, a dryness issue. I'll just be blunt about it. <laughs> I know it's so perfect for the episode. Um, so cannabis can really help um, and, you know, help you with those um, types of situations to maybe enhance your sex life or your, um, you know, self play a little bit. Um, sometimes if we're taking antidepressants, for example, that could really uh, mess with the function of our lubrication, even when we're excited. So um, there are lubes out there that can help out and there are cannabis lubes out there. We aren't going to name any, um, but they're definitely amazing to give a try and make sure it makes your areas high, basically. Um, so um, give that a shot. Uh, and then um, cannabis can also help with symptoms um, that we as women experience um, with our reproductive health uh, through like endometriosis. Um, uh, we have uh, some gastrointestinal problems that are also um, uh, a product of our reproductive health as well. And uh, cannabis can help with the symptoms, the pain symptoms, and um, other symptoms that come with those um, illnesses and help us again, get in the mood and, and not have as much pain or any pain in the process of doing this. Also, just as a side note, um, if, uh, just like, I want to be serious for a minute. Sometimes there's pain during intercourse. Um, if that's the case, there's other ways to, um, to have sex without, uh, penetration that is painful. And so, um, connect with your partner and, and explore those different avenues where you can both get pleasure, um, without having one person experiencing a lot of pain because it's not fun to have sex if you're in pain and, um, and then that kills the mood that kills, sometimes it can kill a relationship. Um, and you know, there are other ways, so don't let uh, society make you think that, penetration is the only way that we're going to have a sexual connection and have amazing sex. You can have amazing sex and amazing orgasms without physical penetration. That's a fact. Yes, ma'am. You're here. So, um, I want to say, um, we're, we're getting to a point where we should wrap up. Uh, but I want to say, uh, um, Thank you to the veterans out there who have served our country. Um, tomorrow is Veterans Day. Uh, thank you. a vet. Um, thank veterans, you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> veterans Day is a day where we honor our veterans. Um, and a Memorial Day is a day where we honor those who didn't get to come home. And every day is a day where we should honor our active duty military. So keep that in mind. Um, we signed on dotted line um, to give our lives for this country. And while I don't agree with the politics of the military, I don't agree with the military industrial complex. Um, the people serving are um, doing, doing their best, doing their job. 
um, and they're doing it for this country. So please give them love and respect. And tomorrow's Veterans Day. So if you are a veteran too, check out, um, I'll try to post early tomorrow on our page, uh, the places that are, that have free meals. So, um, Go check out, uh, get your free meals. We used to make a circuit of it. Um, I don't do it so much anymore, but like my mom was here, you know, she's a veteran too. So we would just like get up in the morning and go to Denny's because they have free like Grand Slam or something like that. <laughs> and then, and then we would go like chill or go watch a movie or something like that or like hang out. And then lunchtime, we would go to somewhere like Applebee's or something like that. Um, there's several restaurants in, you know, and then, um, at dinner, we would drive, uh, 45 minutes to go to Olive Garden and get our free Olive Garden meal. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, so, uh, thank you, uh, to those who have served our country. Um, we appreciate your service and yeah. Uh, and go get your free food. (laughs) Um, gosh, I think that's every, are you, fro- okay. I was like, oh, are you frozen on the last bit? <sighs> no, um, I, was reading, I was reading more headlines to see if there's anything we missed. I, I don't know if we missed anything. I, I, I do. Missed. I mean, that was, uh, you know, interesting. There's a lot, uh, you know, so definitely check out the, uh, different, um, campus news feeds if you are interested in what is going on in your area. And Absolutely. Um, join normal if you can, uh, support them by sharing the information that they share, follow their pages. Uh, if you can support them monetarily do so. If you have a chapter in your area and you can volunteer your time, uh, go volunteer your time. It'll also get you, um, for, for those of you who want to be more involved in the cannabis industry, um, uh, volunteering with, uh, an organization doesn't have to be normal. It could be, um, uh, it could be marijuana policy project. It could be, um, uh, Marnay was here, uh, minorities for medical marijuana. She used to be, uh, on the board of minorities for medical marijuana. Are you still here, Marnay? Um, if you are, what's the name of your organization that you're with right now? I want to shout you out for that for sure. Um, but there are organizations, um, maybe in your area that could definitely use a volunteer, um, and support. So definitely check that out. Um, if you want to be more involved and, um, and you know, uh, it allows us to bring you more stories too, about what's going on because, you know, they're able to hire journalists and put out these news stories. So if we could support, um, the different organizations and if it's a local organization, definitely, definitely try to support that organization if you can. Um, because it's really important. Uh, I hope everybody voted on November 2nd. I know it's a little late to say that, but I hope everybody voted. We did have some sad outcomes like Virginia, um, maybe being a little slow to legalize, uh, their program or to get their program off the ground. But, um, yeah, I think, I think we covered everything. I think so. I mean, and we did it through max headroom and T-Pain and everything. I know. I can't. I mean, I guess I'll have to go watch the replay because for me, it's all the same. It looks all nice. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) There's that one part where you definitely had like a face of pleasure and then you were talking about pleasure and it was like the perfect. (laughs) 
I it was like the perfect commercial for this show. So, um, <laughs> oh, you guys, uh, meme me, make sure I get paid for it. I know, I know. If they, don't meme her, you guys, don't do that. Um, uh, you guys, thanks for hanging out with us today on uh, Work Wednesday. Uh, we're hoping that uh, Kevin uh, frees up a little bit of time for us on Monday, and he's going to come through and talk to us about um, the endocannabinoid system a little bit and how it relates to epilepsy as well. Um, so uh, be nice to yourselves and uh, put your mask on before assisting others. It's very important. Yes. Uh, cultivate love. Mm, you deserve it. Yeah, you do. And um, stay stay lifted, everybody. I have this little piece of a little joint left. I'm going to light it. I know. I'm like, I'm hurting here. I got to go to the store after this. There it is. Stay lifted, everybody. Uh, shoot us an email if you have any questions or you want to start a conversation. We're CannabisCloset420 at gmail.com. You can find us after the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, follow our Instagram. We are having a giveaway. Once we reach 1,000, we're going to give away a cute little um, a cute like. little glass piece. Name it to claim it. And um, yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks for joining us. Those of you who are in the comments, thanks for participating. And we will see you on Monday at 420 Mountain Standard Time. Stay lifted, everybody. Peace out.